1: Buff Nation! Let's go! Welcome into DMVR Buffs Prime Time. We are presented by Illegal Pete's. Check out any of their 10 Colorado locations for happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every single day. Jake and RK here. And uh, we're getting faster, too? Or is it just Colorado?
0: I haven't tested my speed out in a
1: minute. <laughs> I I, th- I think I'm getting faster. I, I'm, I'm trying to go back to the gym, so I've been striding it out. And... Uh, I don't know. I'm feeling like I could maybe uh, suit up and run a 4 3 now, too. No. I
0: doubt that. Yeah. <laughs> I doubt that. Well,
1: they don't need me because they've got Tarvarish Dawson, man.
0: Dude can fly.
1: Yep. A former four star recruit uh, out of Fort Myers, Florida. But another
0: flip. Fort Myers, eh? Yeah. Get ready to hear that a lot.
1: Yes. Shout out Coach Chaney. We're going to talk about him a lot today. Yep. Um, but another flip. I can't remember the last flip we had. Man, I mean
0: it's it, it goes back to those early Was uh, it recruiting weekends. Could have been Cormani. Yeah, I mean Dylan, obviously the first one. Right. Huge. And there's clearly a uh you know uh a concerted effort by Coach Prime to add speed to the team. Um people uh, you know will are pointing around at stats and this, that, and the other thing, and oh he didn't even contribute at Auburn, blah 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 you're getting speed and coach prime wants speed everywhere and he wants uh in 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 a plentiful amount because speed kills it really does and when you can put teams into mismatched nightmares with speed remember let's go back all the way to when they hired sean lewis how much do we talk about how this offense is about getting the ball into a playmaker's hands and letting them make a play That is what the entire offense is predicated upon. Now, sometimes the defense will call for that to be over the top, right? And so speed is valuable there. And that's what people think of when they think of speed. They think of a guy running in a straight line behind the defense and getting open. And that will happen. That will be a part of what they do here. But where speed really kills in this offense is we're slinging it out to you on the outside. You're needing to make one man miss. And once you do, there's green grass for days, Mm -hmm. and we need you to eat it up quickly. So when you put Jimmy Horn on the field, and you put Willie Gaines on the field, and you put Tarvaris Jackson on the field, uh, or Tarvaris Dawson on the field, um, we'll talk about Jackson later. (laughs) Um, He, like, you're putting the defense in a bad position, and you're putting the defense in a position where they got to decide okay, are we going to sit back? And allow this guy to get his ball in the, the ball in his hands and hope we can make the tackle, or are we going to press up and allow them to go over the top of us? Yep. And Sean Lewis trusts Shador Sanders to make those reads. And he will, you know, he will allow him to go to the line and say, okay, the defense wants to give us this, we'll go with this. Uh, and it's a beautiful thing. So I, I, there is no coincidence about why. All these guys that you see Coach Prime adding have something in their bios about their speed, or if you go back and read about them in high school, you'll hear about how they were track athletes because speed puts you in a bad position on the defensive side of the ball.
1: So the entire timeline, Tarvaris Dawson entered the portal when it opened on the 15th, committed to Cincinnati on the 22nd, and then yesterday, so that's almost a week and a half, probably more than that, Um, but the connection... He attended Lehigh Senior High School in Lehigh Acres, Florida, yep. where he was coached by one James Cheney, who man. has proven to be a bad, bad man yeah, for he, Coach Prime.
0: He is his value has uh, been demonstrated immediately. But also for Myers—that's Coach Prime's stomping grounds. Yep. So, you know, again, the relate the relationships that he has created, and also just the reputation that he mm-hmm. has uh, across the South, but specifically in Florida is just going to make these types of polls so much easier. Then you add in these guys on his staff that he surrounds himself like a James Chaney and it becomes a lot easier. So, you know, we talk so much about how would you not want to play for coach prime, but also if you're from where he's from, that just makes it even bigger. You know, I think it was, uh, his post, he said, same city, same goals. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and that's greatness. So, um, I'm excited, man. I'm excited for the way that Coach Prime constructs this roster, because it's the way that I would want to construct a roster. Right. Uh, and speed being uh, the you know the main catalyst at all the skill positions is exactly what I would want to do. I mean, think about it. I just named all those wide receivers who can really go, mm-hmm. and I didn't even talk about Dylan Edwards. Yep, who might be the fastest one of them all. I know. And so now you have all. I mean. Let's just say you're Oregon State. You know you're a well-coached football team. You've got some big guys. You're a strong team. You cannot match up with that speed.
1: Yep. Well, it's funny. Last year, Oregon State was so much faster than CU. Mm -hmm. That stood out in particular to me. And now, CU has really kind of leveled the playing field in an impressive amount of time, too. Five months. Yeah. And that's what's so
0: crazy about all of this is the speed at which Coach Prime is flipping it, and it's a little bit. I'm I'm sensing a Moneyball-esque approach Mm. to how he is building this roster. It doesn't all have to be these guys who produce at an insane rate. It is fitting people into a specific role and asking them to do what they are good at um, and, and finding people with elite abilities even if it's just in one category. If you have elite speed, there is a use for you. And then it's on the coaching staff to bring you in and well round your game out, right? You can't just run straight. You got to be able to run a comeback. You can't, you know, you got to figure out how to run that dig and all that stuff. That's on the coaching staff. But bring in guys who do one thing incredibly well and ask them to do just that. Uh, And you build a roster without needing... Superstars just yet, even though you have a couple. Shadors are going to be a superstar. Travis Hunter's a superstar. You know, we could go on down the list and find a couple more. But, but filling out this roster was never about getting, you know, um, the Heisman Trophy winner to transfer to Colorado. This was always about upgrading what you had. Exactly. You got, you have some stars. You'll hope to hit it on a few more. And now you need guys who you can place in roles. Heck, it might just be. Being, um, you know, a gunner on punt. Right. But you got to fly.
1: Dude, special teams is huge if you got speed. Returning.
0: Yes, exactly. So each role has a defined attribute that you're really looking for in it, especially when you're trying to add depth. And it's not just going out there and getting guys who were stars. It's about getting guys who can do one thing really well for you. And and it is similar to Moneyball. And I wonder how much analytics and these sort of things are being involved in this. Because um, I know it's not nothing, um, but it's a th- there's a, you know, again, if you just pay attention to what Coach Prime is doing, he tells you what he's doing.
1: Yeah, uh, I was going to talk about something else, but you just brought up the, the analytics and stuff. And I think that I they haven't really said that they're working with analytics or they have actually. They uh, work with something at Jackson State. I can't remember yeah. what the firm is
0: and they brought it over.
1: Yes. But I mean, Coach Prime is like on the cutting edge of this stuff. man. I know.
0: And what's what makes him even more special is the combination of old school and new school. Yes. He might be doing that better than anyone.
1: For sure. Um, so this portal period, I mean, James Chaney seems to be the driving force for this one. Uh, Coach Prime and James Chaney attended Florida State together back in the day. We've gotten three Florida State kids in now, yep. a couple from the Fort Myers area. Now you bring in uh, Tarvaris Dawson, who's also from the area. I don't think they're done yet either.
0: No. No, I mean you. If you could go on to like twenty four seven and just sort players by uh, by state mm-hmm. and just start picking them off, like that's what's happening here.
1: We may have to do that now. Just go down the top prospects from Florida.
0: Well, and we we should count them off because again, Coach Prime already told you, fifteen Florida boys. Yeah. Fifteen more Florida boys. Yeah. Uh, so we can just start checking them off. Okay. Well, now they're down to nine or whatever it may be.
1: Right. All right. Um, next thing we'll talk about today is Mr. Ryan Wingo. He had mm. uh, a very interesting quote, just in terms of what he said, but the timing of it too. He's kind of, it seems, if you kind of read into things, maybe cooled down a little bit on CU, right? Uh, yeah. but I mean, he's a five star guy. He's been taking his time, he's been gathering offers. But he had this quote uh, from On Three when he was asked about, uh, programs that will develop him and what he wants to, where he wants to play. I'm not too much into NIL. I want to get to the next level, the NFL. That's my biggest goal. NIL is just kind of short-term money, Ryan. I
0: just love that quote. <laughs> I love that quote. Short-term money is a incredible uh, perspective to have.
1: It is. That's amazing for a 17 year old.
0: But where did he get it? yep straight from coach prime's mouth yes, do you sir. have the exact quote uh i'm looking for it
1: the coach prime one
0: yes um i know the genesis of it is i want guys who are interested in the nfl not nil right but he, you know he expounded on that even more let's see found a headline here
1: Mm. When was, was that the uh, signing day press conference when he said that?
0: Yeah, I mean, he's said it a, a few times. So here's one uh, in an interview with Coach Reed uh, on signing day. Mm-hmm. It's becoming free agency, and if you don't have it, you won't be able to compete. It's another way to keep the schools that don't have the proper funding down. First of all, I'm not giving a kid anything like that. I want you to focus on the NFL, not the NIL.
1: Uh, I just typed in Coach Prime, kids focus on NFL, not on it. NIL on Google. There's an article from August 2022. There's an article from May 2022. December 15th, December. 2021. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yep. this is what he's building this program on.
0: Yep. And here's February 1st. We are here for the, we are not here for the NF, NIL, we are here for the NFL. Yep.
1: And it's another kind of uh I guess unconventional like take because a lot of schools have seen, you know, with the portal and with NIL now, it's just crazy. Like, oh, hit up the boosters. Let's just stack the collective and try yep. and get as many like high profile guys here. Uh, but Coach Prime sees past that, man.
0: I can't wait for the article in like five years from now coming out from a place that does like deep dive investigative journalism about all the money that was wasted on NIL, <laughs> like the thirteen million dollar yep. quarterback who never played for the school and yep. all this stuff. There's gonna be an incredible. Expose into the money that was just lit on fire, mm-hmm. giving a 17 year old kid millions of dollars before you know if he can even cut it at this level, and that's Coach Prime's philosophy on this: is I'm not giving a dude all that money to come in here and suck, and then all of his teammates are looking around when he's walking in with, you know, uh, a Louis backpack, and uh, you know he parks his Ferrari in the uh, in the garage. they're like what the hell Mm -hmm. how did this guy get all this when I'm a walk-on who's better than him right it's a bad situation for a team and and it definitely messes with the interpersonal dynamics oh yeah so coach prime doesn't want to allow that to happen and it so my question to you about Ryan Wingo was is was this was this on purpose quoting Deion Sanders or was it subliminal He just has it in his head because he Mm. listens to what he says.
1: That's a good question. Uh, Ryan Wingo, I don't think. So from the St. Louis area, I don't know if they've really gone into that area yet. So obviously visited for Junior Day. So there's the connection with the program. I I think it's kind of subliminal.
0: I think it is a little bit too, but I bet you he knows that that's where it came from. Right. So like when he said it, he wasn't like trying to like hint that he loves Deion Sanders. Right. Um, but he was trying. He, he, Coach Prime said that to him. Yes. And that stuck, and he knows that. Um, the short term money thing is is uh, like like we said really high level stuff for a 17 year old to be thinking yeah. about because someone throws a million dollars at you and you're that age, um, that feels like an unlimited amount of money. I know. But if you sign a four year contract or a five year contract for your first round pick, um, that is life changing, generational take care of your family and, and your, maybe even your kids' kids will be all right Right. Um, with that type of contract. So, it's great, and I do think that there will be an impact on some players who secure the bag at a low rate, Mm 500,000, 2 million, and get complacent, you know, like, when you've had nothing your whole life, and then all of a sudden, you've got a lot, Yeah, it's very easy, and I won't even blame the kids, because I honestly don't think... People that young should have that much money I ever. Know. Yeah, for um, sure. At least, you know, without proper guidance of what to do with it. Um, it's it's going to cause some guys who probably would have been NFL players, if they knew they had to work their ass off every day in college to secure the bag, think, I'm good, mm-hmm. I got it, you know, essentially bust out and that money dries up a lot quicker than they thought it did. And, you know, it's an unfortunate situation. So um, I really appreciate Coach Prime's stance on it. It We've talked about it before. It is going to result in losing out on some guys. Yeah, But if you get the Ryan Wingos of the world, you're going to be just fine.
1: Right. And it's kind of a snowball effect, right? Once guys kind of come to campus and see that you're actually taking this NFL, not the NIL thing, seriously and sending guys to the NFL – just snowballs, man. Totally. Um, on Ryan Wingo, he has not, not released any top schools. Again, from St. Louis, Missouri. Fifth overall wide receiver. 22nd overall player in this class of five-star. Already 6'2", 205. <laughs> um, he does have four official visits set um, with Missouri, uh, Michigan, Texas, and Georgia. And this is all through the month of June. Okay. So we'll see. It's still early. Yep. Yep. All right. A couple of quick hitters and then we'll watch some film. Uh Michigan State cornerback Charles Bentley, Brantley withdrew from the portal.
0: So I told you this was gonna happen. Guys are gonna hit the portal, find out their price, mm-hmm. and then, you know, go back to their school and say, All right, portal says I'm worth this much. Can you
1: match? Yeah. And he was, uh, I'm sure, in high demand yesterday. He yeah. was in the portal for, like... I don't even know if it was 24 hours.
0: No, it was quick. You know, I I, I feel like it's almost like a video game. Like, uh, in FIFA, if you, like, put a player up for sale, mm-hmm. like, you'll uh, you'll get three offers in your inbox that day. Yeah. You know, and you advance. Like, that's what this is like. like <laughs> right. You hit the portal. All the coaches know. They start blowing up your inbox. You go back to the school. If If, you know, you might have never wanted to leave. Oh, yeah. But you want to know your value.
1: Um, former BYU receiver Cody Epps has been offered by Colorado. Uh, other teams mentioned that have also offered are Auburn, Miami, Ole Miss. Signed with BYU in 2019. Um, I'm a, I am don't know if he went on his mission or not. He didn't play in 2021. Played in 2020. 2022, last year, 39 receptions, 459 yards, and six touchdowns. And then former Northwestern State wide receiver Jacob Antonio has been offered by Colorado. 6'4", 220. Ooh. Uh, From where? Northwestern State. 6'4". Do you go. know where Northwestern State is? Okay.
0: Let me think about this.
1: <laughs> Don't tell be, him, chat. It
0: would be too obvious for it to be in Illinois. <laughs> because that's where Northwestern is. Yes. Um. Is it in a Northwestern state?
1: <laughs> no.
0: Okay. Okay. That's making this very difficult. Uh, I'm going to say.
1: <laughs> There's no way you get this.
0: Northwestern state is in New
1: Hampshire, Louisiana. Okay. <laughs> uh, former Shabbat College. Cornerback Marvell Anderson. Wait, is
0: it technically like Northwestern
1: Louisiana State? I guess. I don't know. (laughs) I remember the first time I learned about them because they played against LSU, like opening up a game, like one of the first games of the season a few years ago. Okay. And I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Mm -mm. Like, why would a team from like Portland come to (laughs) to Baton Rouge? And then I found out, no, they're actually from Louisiana. All Uh, right.
0: (laughs) Northwestern Louisiana.
1: Yep. Um, but anyway, Shabbat College cornerback Marvell Anderson to return to Colorado for a visit on the 30th. He visited Colorado at the end of February, Six one We'll check out some of his film, too. But finally, Ryan, it's time. Where in the world is Tim Brewster? Uh, let's find Here out. He was in go. Louisiana
0: yesterday. He was. Maybe he stopped by Northwestern State.
1: Um, do you want to guess where he is?
0: I'll stay in the area, based on uh, travel dynamics, and say he is in Alabama.
1: Close. Mm. Um, Tim Brewster. Oh, okay. Wow,
0: Northwestern State is in southern Louisiana, yeah, so it just—it's
1: wild. Couldn't make any less sense. Uh, I told you it's crazy. Uh, but Tim Brewster. So I think he flew into Atlanta yesterday, or uh, yeah, Atlanta. So um, okay, that's in, where he's at. In Georgia. And with that, uh, 2025 four-star tight end Emery Winston receives an offer from CU from Calhoun, Georgia. Sixth tight end in the 2025 class, 157th overall player.
0: Finding dogs.
1: He's doing the thing. All right, we'll get to the film. But first, a word from our friends over at Pins and Aces, the official golf apparel company of All City and DMVR. Um, We have the Scramble Yes, Uh, I'm sure it's going to be decked out in pins and aces stuff on Friday. Yes,
0: I'm definitely wearing my pins and aces on Friday. Um, This is a rare case of where I will be working and twerking at the same (laughs) time because it's a DNVR sponsored event. So, you know, I I have no choice but to go.
1: A man of multiple talents. You are (laughs) Um, pins and aces has amazing polos, hats, golf bags and even our favorite beer sleeve. Uh, Check out pinsandaces.com and use code DMVR to receive 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. Then, of course, shout-out to Shador's number 2 Barbecue Sauce, the tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet, molasses-style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar and fiery heat that finishes with a subtle, smoky note. You guys have been absolutely crushing this and blowing this up. And the offer is still on the table. Head on over to plbse.com. For a limited time, and use code all city all one word a l l c i t y and check out for ten percent off your order of Shador's number two barbecue sauce. Let's get to the tape. What I'm
0: just laughing because uh, Connor Johnson is upset that I said CU is going to be faster than Oregon
1: State.
0: <laughs> I knew it when I said it that he would say something about it. Yeah.
1: You- <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connor's getting ripped. All right. Who All are we right. watching? Um, we're going to start off with our guy that we led the show with, Tarvaris Dawson, okay. of course, out of uh, Lehigh Sr. Um, so he played technically last season. Uh, I don't know how many games, but only two receptions, 30 yards. Did not play the year before as a red shirt, but of course was uh, playing out of Lehigh for Coach Cheney. And this guy can run, man. According to 247 Sports, he also ran the 100 and 200 meter as, long, as well as the relay.
0: Alyssa, would you mind taking the bottom banner off?
1: Cameraman, what is going oh, on that there?
0: Was tough work from the camera. Um,
1: in 2018, he finished fourth at the 3A State track meet with a. 100-meter dash. Then he he ran faster than that later, I believe. I think he did. I think in his bio, he has... um, I think he got down to, like, 10.5.
0: 10.58 is what I think, what I have in my head.
1: Yep. Uh Uh-oh. Was a two-way player, I believe. Yep. So he, of course, is lightning quick. Uh, Was recruited by some schools to play cornerback at the next level, but... As we learned, he is absolutely a wide receiver. (laughs) A little bit slight, though. 5'10", 175.
0: Yeah, I mean, he looks small on this tape, too. Obviously, he's had a chance to bulk up a little bit in a SEC uh, strength and conditioning program. But we'll get a good good idea of the uh, speed here on tape. Let
1: me see what Auburn had him listed at. Wow,
0: that is a really bad throw. (laughs) <laughs> but he had 10 yards of separation. Yeah.
1: Man, he gets off the line so well. Damn. So last year, he was actually listed smaller than his 247. Oh, God. 511, 165.
0: Sheesh, that is tiny.
1: But, I mean, that's pretty similar oh size to. Uh, oh, that I was mean, on
0: defense. Okay.
1: Pretty similar size to Willie Gaines. Yep. And honestly, not too far off from Jimmy Horn. Who is 510-175. Is this defense again? What
0: is going on with the camera? It's so bad.
1: No.
0: Why does how does that clip even make the tape?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Slant to the crib.
0: Uh, So close to keeping it in frame the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It's usually their parents.
1: In my experience, it was uh, one of the football managers up on top of the oh. <laughs> like press box. Oh, my <laughs> God.
0: This is the worst camera work I've ever seen on anyone's tape.
1: Uh, we'll give it a couple more plays, and then we can switch it up, switch up the reels. Here we go.
0: Nice, nice ball tracking. Ooh, and then the little swerve to finish the play. That's nice.
1: Yep, age family says same size as Deshaun Jackson. I mean, all these guys are kind of in that mold at this point. Oh, yeah. Devontae Smith. Yep. To the crib, man. A little safety now?
0: Yep. Put that speed out there and just let him break on it.
1: All right, we'll give it one more.
0: Wow, he came he came <laughs> oh down with God. that. My God, good ball skills. Definitely has the speed. Yep, we didn't see a lot in terms of routes mm-hmm. uh, on on that tape. Um, they might have been there; the camera just wasn't pointed at them. It's <laughs> a good uh, point. But again, get that speed, put it out there.
1: Yep. Uh, next guy, your guy, Ryan Jaquade Jackson. Go. This is this tape is electric. Um, where is he out of again? Do you know off the top of your head?
0: Oh, yes. California University of Pennsylvania. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> uh, Jaquay Jackson, listed at 63175. <laughs> I will confirm here shortly. Here we go. So this is actually. Mm. Let oh, me that see. is not him. Is that him? Oh, yeah, this is his senior high school tape.
0: Oh, we got to get the. Okay, I was going to say, he definitely did not wear number 20 in the one that I was watching. But we can watch this for a minute.
1: Yeah, let me find this.
0: Ooh, returner. Oh, my God. There's no way he gets out of this. What? (laughs) Bro, every player on the team just tried to tackle him at
1: once. I found his sophomore year tape, if we want that. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah for
0: sure. That was crazy, though. <laughs> I didn't see it. I missed it.
1: Oh, man. let this go uh, no, or switch No, l- let's switch it. I will tell you about him, though. Obviously, a big guy. Started all 10 games his sophomore season, Um, which is hard to tell because now everyone has three sophomore years oh yeah i'm assuming this is 2021 finished with 744 receiving yards and eight touchdowns on 58 receptions uh finished third in the league in receptions per game eighth in receiving yards per game led the team in all-purpose yards also a punt returner
0: but that's not even his best season
1: I think last year he was better, you're right. Yeah.
0: Last year was the eleven hundred yards.
1: Yep, exactly. Seventy-seven uh one thousand one hundred and seventy-eight yards and thirteen touchdowns. So this is the year before that.
0: Oh, this tape is from that year?
1: The year before that. Okay. I mean, you still had a great season that year. Where okay, there he is.
0: See, this is how you get tape.
1: In the slot for a big guy, too. Or a bigger guy, I guess. Tall guy.
0: Look at that separation some after speed. the catch. You know.
1: Who is this? This is Jaquay Jackson again. Playing him out of the slot quite a bit here. Oh my God!
0: yeah he is an <laughs> absolute beast
1: um James b asked did he visit or does he have one coming? He was here he was l- here this last weekend. We- yep. this weekend or, this, or last
0: weekend this most recent weekend okay. see, I have an even better highlight tape. We should have talked about this before on huddle
1: yeah we can go to uh
0: we'll watch one more. I'm gonna send this to uh Alyssa.
1: Okay. Do we want to do Marcel Anderson after this then come back to our guy? Sure. All right, we can go back to Marcel Anderson, Alyssa. So Marcel Anderson out of Shabbat College. I believe that's in California. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. How classy.
1: Oh, he's coming from way downhill here. He's drawing the biggest circles on himself. <laughs> <laughs> he can hit, though.
0: Definitely can hit. Yeah, that's first two clips he wants to show hits. Is that our, the size of our screen why we can't see that?
1: Or is it the... F- tape uh (laughs) surprise me if it's the tape so he's listed at cornerback playing some safety here a lot of safety
0: almost all safety
1: yeah let me try and find some stats
0: they love onside kicks where he goes okay this is a regular kick
1: who was the coach that did that do you remember
0: I don't, but there is a guy who went for two every time, onside kick every time, went for every fourth down and, like, <laughs> never the lost. One state title or yeah. something?
1: Yeah. Um, so last year played in nineteen or nine games. Sorry. Uh, looks like...
0: Damn. Oh, he, okay. thought he picked
1: that. Oh, we're getting practice film now. <laughs> All right. We can go to um, the other one of Jaquay Jackson whenever you're ready. But Marcel Anderson, he had only 18 tackles last year, only played in nine games, but a guy that they're obviously interested in, if he's already visited in February, I don't know if that was for junior day or not, uh, but then it's coming back at the end of the month. And they've yep. been trying to go after lots of Juco guys. Yep.
0: All right, this is the tape that I saw that made me fall in love with Jaquay uh, Jackson.
1: Oh, yep. That'll work. What class is he? Um, these are all uh, guys like Juco transfers. Yep. Except for uh, our guy, uh, Tarvaris Dawson, who, of course, transferred from Auburn. Yep. Mm. Wow.
0: This dude is just a beast. Obviously, he's playing in the Division Two level,
1: but... Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I remember watching this. Didn't you send me this? Probably. I think I think I remember watching this. Yeah. yeah. This guy is sick.
0: Uh, this is like, he might be my number one target right now. Look at that.
1: Yeah, we could use On that. On your head. This guy's playing all over the field, too. He's playing in the slot. He's playing out wide. He's got the speed up right there. Oh
0: slot fade. Yeah, dude, he was unguardable, unguardable at this level, which makes sense because I think he can play a power five. Yep. Great throw. Oh, this is the one that I sent you. I was like, this quarterback is tossing yeah, dimes. Yeah, that's right. He I should come be this. our backup. You saw that one.
1: Yep. Look at the acceleration, man. So you have Travis, you have Jimmy Horn. Now you bring in Willie Gaines, Tarvar Dawson, We'll see, mm-hmm. Bring in a younger guy. Um, Shane Hooks is still a target. Um, we talked about another wide receiver today. See ya. Cody Epps. Another dime, dude, hit him in stride. What, what's, uh? did you look up the quarterback stats? No. Let me see.
0: I could watch these highlights all day because <laughs> this is just good football from this quarterback and wide receiver. On the run? This team had to be good. I'll be shocked they didn't win a
1: ton of games. Six and five.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Yeah. <laughs> All right. Passing. Your guy is Noah Mitchell. All right. And the page just froze. S- totally took me off of what I was reading. So okay, give so me two seconds.
0: People are asking, who is this again? That is Jaquay Jackson. Um, that is his most curated highlight tape. Um he had what was it 70 plus catches for over 1100 yards and 13 touchdowns
1: uh something like that i'm off that now 16
0: touchdowns he is an absolute beast uh he was playing at california university of pennsylvania
1: you want to uh, guess their mascot oh god
0: <laughs> <laughs> i feel like i should have seen it in those what highlights. if i show
1: all right i'll zoom in on the logo here okay can you tell me what that is
0: Huh. I mean, it looks like Thor.
1: <laughs> kind of does look like Thor. Um.
0: The hammers. <laughs> no.
1: <laughs> the Vulcans. The.
0: Uh, yep. Yeah, I knew I saw it. it was in the end zones. <laughs> now that you said it, um. Seventy-seven catches, eleven hundred seventy-eight yards, fifteen touchdowns last season.
1: Yep, we take that. And um, I want that quarterback as our backup. When is, when do they when do they stop offering wide receivers, do you think?
0: Once they have like 10 of them that they really like? Yeah. I mean, that's how deep you, most teams go. It's it's going to be weird in this scenario because usually a lot of those guys are guys you recruited and you just recruit four or five every year. Right. Um, but since you're starting from scratch now, you're gonna have to get a bunch of transfer wide receivers in here. Now you do have the incoming freshmen, right? Was seen. Right. Um, who's the other ones? Jacob Page. Jacob Page. I mean,
1: of course, the four-star guys: Omarion Miller yeah. and Adam Hopkins. Okay, so there's
0: four. So they probably need plus Jimmy Horn,
1: Caleb Mathis. Caleb
0: Mathis. They probably only need four or five more.
1: They're they're gonna get there. Yeah, maybe probably, even less. Probably uh pretty quickly too at this point. All right, guys, get your questions in now. We will get to them very shortly, but first a word from our presenting sponsor, Illegal Pete's spring is here. And that means patio beers kick off the spring season with a house beer bucket for you and your whole crew. Five refreshing 16 ounce beers for $15. Doesn't get much better than that. So head out to any Illegal Pete's location, have a bucket of beers on the patio. Illegal Pete's your go-to spot for burritos, buddies and beer. Maybe one of those beers being a Breckenridge Brewery beer. You guys know we love our Breck brews here at DMVR. I've got a massive bucket of Avalanche Amber Ale right in front of me. You can also get the Strawberry Sky Vanilla Porter Jr. for Nugget Season or the Mile High or the Mile High City Golden Ale. Tons of great options. Is that Neely checking in? What's up?
0: Yeah. Uncle Neely coming with the speed.
1: Yes, sir. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Neely? Um, But you can check out Breckenridge Brewery's beer locator at www.breckbrew.com to find a Breckenridge Brewery beer near you.
0: The chat gets so hyped when Neely comes (laughs) through. I love it so much.
1: Neely just turned it all up, man.
0: We need Neely back in Colorado. Come home.
1: We need to get Neely here at the bar.
0: I know. I know. We still haven't had a chance.
1: Soon. Uh, Chat is going wild. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who's got questions? What
0: do we got today? How many likes do we have?
1: One, got? 194. 194.
0: Got to get 300.
1: So, you guys, there you go. 195, 105 more. You have about 10, 15 minutes. Angela, RK and Jake, with all this speed, will Pac 12 defenses have to play zone in Tampa 2, which equals number two, averaging 300 yards or more a game? Um, I mean, the Pac 12 is, that's just the type of league it is it's almost like glorified seven on seven at times (laughs) not as much as the big 12 but it can get like that
0: yeah it's gonna be interesting to see what teams do i'm so excited to care about that again like it's not like for me obviously last year you know i was helping you out a little bit but not nearly as like involved with prepping for games or any of that stuff like i'm not looking at Oregon State tape to see what defenses right. they're running and how uh, how JT Shrout's gonna attack it <laughs> last season. Oh, please! This year, I'm so excited to go watch and see what these teams like to do and, and figure out how, you know, Sean Lewis and Shador are gonna attack it. And of course, Coach Prime will be involved in the game plan as well. But it's, uh that fires me up. Cause I, I do that, you know, for the Broncos and that's always so fascinating to me, but I'm excited to do it for the Buffs. Um, Whatever you do this offense is going to be ready for it. Yep. Like if you're going to play you're going to play Tampa 2 then those little like swing bubbles and all that stuff are going to have numbers on the outside. Yep. There's just I know it's not I know there are ways to stop this offense. There has to be or everyone would be mm. running it. I just don't know if teams are going to have answers for how smart Shador is with the ball.
1: Right. Uh, yes, Xavier Weaver from USF is another guy who tends to kind of fall she, through the cracks. He does, man, man. He
0: had 900 yards uh, last he year. He
1: outproduced Jimmy Horn last year. He
0: outproduced every wide receiver that transferred out combined.
1: Yeah, crazy, man. Um, but I've got some ideas to kind of cover like the Pac-12 and stuff for the summer. Cool. So I'm excited. We'll, we'll get down to that. Eric with the question, Jake and RK, what are your takes on the new college football playoff? So, 12 teams? Right. I love it. Um, They just had an announcement, I think, of the dates of the games for 24 and 25 for potentially... uh,
0: And they said the the first round of games will be on um, Friday and Saturday. One game on Friday, three games on Saturday.
1: Okay. So, 2025... First round on campus wait, sites.
0: 2025. So that's two years from now.
1: Yeah, the year. Wait, it says dates set for 24 and 25. Okay, 24. Oh wait, so 25. It's the weird bowl thing. You know how the the so like this year's Rose Bowl is the 2024 Rose Bowl. Yeah, but it's the 2023 oh, season. okay, yeah. okay, because it happens in January. Exactly. Um, but <laughs> that being said, uh, on December 20th and 21st of 2024. That will be the first round of the 2025 college football playoff okay. on campus sites, which is going to be electric. Incredible. I cannot wait. So
0: I tweeted this out because they said there's going to be uh, the first round games. There's going to be one game on Friday <laughs> and three games on Saturday. Three, a Friday night college football home game, college football playoff home game at Folsom Field would break me. I would just turn to dust. It'd be
1: electric! Oh, I couldn't even imagine, man. It'd be so lit. What is? He? Did you read uh, Neely's comment yet?
0: <laughs> what is that even? It, it looks so unnatural to me to sit like this. I don't know. That's why I do a you know every ten minutes or so you just switch legs. Yeah.
1: Um. Oh yeah, of oh, course there is. Sure there is. Uh, I don't know when spring pra- or summer practices start yet.
0: Usually, last week of July or first week of August.
1: Yes. Um, anyways, so there's like ten days after that. So they're still playing the quarterfinals, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, Fiesta Bowl being on Tuesday, New Year's Eve, Wednesday, New Year's Day, the Peach Bowl, the Rose Bowl, and the Sugar Bowl. Then the semifinals, again, like. Weirdly, nine days after on a Thursday and a Friday, January ninth and tenth, the Orange Bowl and the Cotton Bowl, and then the CFP national championship, another ten days Monday, January twentieth. That is late now. We are getting we are yeah. pushing this natty late.
0: Yeah, we are. It's kind of an interesting I would have pushed it earlier. So you didn't have to compete at all with the NFL.
1: Right. Yeah, that's like divisional playoff weekend. Yeah. I mean, it is a Monday, though.
0: I guess the hard thing, though, is you got to start once school starts.
1: That is true.
0: Because, like, that uh, that was always, like, the best thing, man. You, like, get to – you go to your classes. Usually, like, the first day of classes on, like, a Wednesday or something. Yeah. So then it's, like, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday is the Rocky Mountain Showdown, like, C U C S U. csu mm-hmm. That was just the best. Like, once school started, you're like, damn, school's starting. But also, football season yep. is here. Yep,
1: Uh. Can't wait, man. I'm so excited. About time the playoff expanded, too. Next question. Amen. Uh, Val, welcome back. How soon before the NCAA changed the transfer portal rules? Uh, could be tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it's going to be soon. It's going to be soon.
1: I'm sure they're uh, tweaking as much as they can at this point.
0: (sighs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad that we're in a position to take advantage of it right now.
1: Do you remember our guy uh, Trevmon? No. He wrote that big, uh, like, website article thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, He messaged me the other day, and we were talking about something like that, about how Prime barely, with the hire of Coach Prime, it barely, like, got CU within the window to allow Coach Prime to, like, add this many kids. So what did he say? Had Prime been hired by CU only a year or two ago, he'd be constrained to 25 plus 7 annual limit of... uh..." Transfers. Yes. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah, the the thing is, Coach Prime is not the first one to do this, uh, with a massive roster overhaul. But he is obviously attracts all the spotlight. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen is, the NCAA is going to have a fit over what they did. And once Colorado is good this year, it's going to cause even more issues. And people are just going to be like, this is this isn't the NFL. It shouldn't just be you know wild wild west. Right. Blah 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 blah. Like all the haters um, who are right now saying that Colorado's going to win one game when they win a lot more than that are going to be like, well, th- this shouldn't be allowed. <laughs> yeah, I don't really course. understand exactly how Coach Prime was just allowed to do this. This just isn't right. <laughs>
1: uh, meanwhile, he's not the first coach to do this and won't be the no, last coach. Lincoln to
0: do Riley this. did it. Jay Norvell did it yes. right up the road. Yes. Uh, just no one noticed because they sucked ass. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh PD swag, what's up, man? What bowl game do you see the Buffs going to next year? If any, maybe the Alamo Bowl or New Year's Six. A New Year's Six would be <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that possibility. Our amazing. last
0: two bowl games have been the Alamo
1: Bowl. Is so is that 26... Pac twelve tie in bowl?
0: Yeah, it's Pac twelve, Big Twelve. Okay. Um, and it's the highest rated team that doesn't make whatever, you know, other bowls. So So it's like college football playoff Rose Bowl Alamo Bowl.
1: Right. I'm trying to find the Pac 12 bowl tie-ins. Is it wasn't this year the last year of the Rose Bowl being like that because of the CFP though? Probably. Uh, okay. If you give me a second, I can pull this up. All right. All right, Pac twelve.
0: Hopefully we didn't didn't miss any Neely comments because last time we got yelled at.
1: (laughs) All right. The Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, that's against the Mountain West. The Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl. um, It says versus TBD, most likely the Big 12, though. The Holiday Bowl versus the ACC. The Las Vegas Bowl versus the SEC. The Sun Bowl versus the ACC. And the Alamo Bowl versus the Big 12.
0: What was the first one versus the ACC that you said? Oh, the Holiday Holiday Bowl. Holiday Bowl. Holiday Bowl, CU, Florida State
1: you Imagine,
0: I don't know what Florida State's looking like. I know they have that quarterback who I really like, Jordan Travis. Jordan
1: Travis, yeah, yeah. Um, they were good last year, yeah, and then you were. have the Sun Bowl, too. That's another ACC tie in bowl,
0: right? Where's that one played?
1: Sun Bowl, I believe, is El Paso, Texas. Okay, I think. Um, and then it says from the ESPN owned and operated bowl games, the Pac 12 will be able to fill one of these three slots. The Armed Forces Bowl, the First Responder Bowl, or the Gasparilla Bowl.
0: Neely says, I want CU Florida State in any bowl. It can be the DNVR (laughs) Bowl. Hey, Barstool got their own bowl, so why not us? I know.
1: Why not? Soon.
0: CU Florida State would be
1: insane. Yeah. That's the matchup, man. The dream matchup?
0: Yep. That would be crazy. Put it in Florida, too, for all I care. Yeah, let's do
1: it. I mean, it'd be a home game for CU, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but it would be a, it'd be a lot of CU people out oh, there. Oh,
0: yeah. So, uh, CU fans love to flock to a
1: bowl game. I speak from experience. Key with the question, any update on the three players we're targeting from Houston, and what about Anthony Robinson? <laughs> <laughs> um, Do we know anything on the Houston guys?
0: Have they announced I don't. any visits?
1: I mean, they were here last week, or the linemen were here last weekend. Okay. But not McCaskill. Not McCaskill. He got that uh, crystal ball and then just kind of nothing. I don't know if he, vi- I don't even think he visited. Interesting. Still only at one crystal ball.
0: It did on the Alton front. Yes.
1: So he entered last week, right? Like he entered then immediately got that crystal ball, if I'm remembering mm-hmm. correctly. Yep. He only entered uh, last Wednesday, so it hasn't even been a week. Right. Okay. Uh, from Merico, yes, Xavier Weaver's is coming. Let's go. John, what are your guys' top three go-to Breckenridge brews? Okay. Number one, Strawberry Sky. Number
0: two, Breck Lager. Number
1: three, Mountain Beach. Yeah, Mountain Beach, number one for me. Uh, I really like the Mile High City Golden Ale, too. Yep.
0: I've also been on a Palisade Peach kit. Oh, that's another great one. That one slaps. Yep. That's also one thing that we haven't talked about is like a, color, a true Colorado staple is Palisade Peaches. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah.
1: I know Georgia Peaches.
0: Well, yeah. Georgia Peaches are obviously the most famous. Right. <laughs> but, uh, we have <laughs> our own area of Colorado that produces some delightful peaches.
1: And it makes for a delightful beer.
0: It does. And, like, great ice cream and yep. all sorts of other great stuff.
1: Yeah, I'd throw the policy peach as my third two then. Uh Next one. Jays. Jake and Arcade, did y'all see 247? Top 50 college football players this year. Only Travis was on there. Do you think Shador is being disrespected? Shador's have, been disrespected all offseason.
0: I think so, too, although, like, some people are also putting him as a Heisman, I know. A Heisman favorite. so. It's a little bit all over the place, like all things that are near Coach Prime, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I need to see the list to see who number 50 is before I can decide. But right. uh, in general, I think that he is going to be um, a top quarterback in college football. And so he should probably be in the top 50.
1: Let me try and find this real quick if I can. I don't think I'm going to. Okay. Uh got to get myself some palisade peaches. Yes, I got to. Yes. Absolutely. I love peaches. It's your favorite fruit.
0: <laughs> um Man, peaches are good. I really like kiwis. Ooh, yeah, fire. <laughs> Great question. <laughs> strawberry. I probably have to go strawberry.
1: Strawberries for sure. Yep. <laughs> Uh, next question. From William, what two Pac-12 teams have the best potential to compete in the CFP this year?
0: USC got the returning Heisman Trophy winner, mm-hmm. uh, and then
1: probably Utah. Utah, they're um, returning. Cam Rising's back. Which I that me off. He does have a torn ACL though. Oh, yeah. Okay. So we'll see if he's able to start the year. Um. I'll throw out Washington, though, man. Penix is just such a dog. Oh, no. No? Washington always underachieves. They do. So does USC, though. That's true. That is true.
0: (laughs) Uh, What did uh, Neely say up there? Have you ever seen so many people be fake mad about guys uh, who didn't win leaving? I thought the goal was to win. That was a weird one. And I think, honestly, I talked about this a little bit. People just, pa- like, people just panic in the face of change. Mm-hmm. And so a part of this is that CU fans have been down bad for so long that seeing something happen so abruptly triggered like a fight or flight response that was like, oh my God, is everything crumbling right in front of our <laughs> eyes again? And it's like, no, no, this is all going according to plan. Like everyone calmed down. Um, but I really do think that was like an a, a involuntary response to like years of college football trauma.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, go back a few years and see you like had players leaving for the portal and it literally was like their entire team. Well, They're yeah, best I mean, th-
0: this happened last year, too. Right. The whole team hit the
1: portal. Yeah. It was just
0: a bad thing, not a good thing yeah. um, because they downgraded instead of upgrading. Um, I can't remember what the number was, but didn't they, like, lose 21 and only bring in, like, seven?
1: Yeah, because they didn't have the transfer rules.
0: Right. They couldn't get guys in. I remember there's like, four guys who couldn't get through. And right. So I think, like I said, I think it was just so much so fast that some fans just freaked out thinking that, you know, the world was caving in all over again. Yeah. So but you fans have been through a as lot. seems though people have... Calm down saw our graphic watched our show
1: yeah i think people have uh i mean it's always kind of alarming i guess when you see just entry after entry after entry after entry like they were because it was yeah. unrelentless
0: yeah i mean i i love i loved it but <laughs> i uh i knew that there was plus signs coming after that right uh, and i think that's what people were worried about and so once they started you know once the plus signs started coming then people are like "Oh, okay i see what's going on here. yeah
1: uh, who's next good Got question a few though. more 25 more thumbs up to hit 300 smash that thumbs up James what's your clap back at all these haters saying 2 to 3 wins CU just, just wait watch. yeah yeah
0: it's all we, all we can do yep um there is a world in which they start 3 and out
1: I mean we've we already went through the schedule but if you go through it again CSU you should beat them TCU has lost so much. Yep. Nebraska is downgraded at quarterback. CU has a clear advantage at quarterback over Nebraska. Um, And home. home. Exactly. Yes. And then Arizona State, CU only lost to them by eight last year. Yeah, you had a Jordan Tyson touchdown right at the end. But, I mean, that game was like... Well,
0: that wasn't like right at the end garbage time. That was like... Three minutes left, punt return. Now you have a chance to get an onside kick and and go
1: score. Right. You have Stanford on the schedule, man. Yep. Um, Washington State's on the schedule. Yep. So we'll see. I mean,
0: in college football, a lot of times that first game can determine a lot about where you're headed. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, also, weird and wonky things happen in the first game of the season. So it's not always, like, the best barometer of who you are. Right. But you kick it into gear against TCU, then you come home to Nebraska, which is going to be the most raucous atmosphere for a Colorado game in a long, long, long time. And then you get Colorado State the next week at home. Like it, this could get off to a magical start.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, I think we have one more question. It was basically
0: the same thing. Oh, was it? Genuinely think TCU will get punched in the mouth and see you plays them. They won't see it coming. I'm so excited to see that offense that night. Uh huh. And I'm assuming it's going to be at night.
1: I'm interested to see TCU's offense too because you lost your leading receiver, you lost your leading rusher, you lost your quarterback. Lost, you lost your the, center? Yep. Uh, Steve Avila. You yep. lost your offensive coordinator. Man. Like people are not talking about the losses that TCU has suffered enough.
0: I know. And yet they're still 20 and a half point yeah. favorites at DraftKings <laughs> Sportsbook to win that game. I just, it's it's so, so heavily based on what happened l- last year. Mm-hmm. Which I guess it kind of has to be. Well, it doesn't have to be, but it is predictable. Right. But I mean, they also lost their best corner. Yep. They lost their best linebacker.
1: Mm-hmm. Edge rusher. It's
0: it, just go look at the draft and type in TCU and, and you'll just scroll down like there's guys getting drafted from TCU in every round which is like a great testament to how good they were last year but yeah Max Duggan is also one of those guys who's just like he reminds me a lot of Sefo Lufau in the sense of like he was just a dog at the position who just dragged them to yep. victories like once in a while you just get one of those guys mm-hmm. um and you know people might scoff at me comparing ceFO to him like the the Buffs were one win away that year from going to the college football playoff themselves. Yeah, um, and so Max Duggan gets them in. Obviously, they won a game, which was really really impressive. But there's something about that quarterback who just comes along and he's just like losing is not an option. Right, and that that counts for a lot. TCU was not going to be the same team without without him.
1: Neely asks, how much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? The first question I would have is, what's a woodchuck? That is a great question. Let's see if I can find out. <laughs> woodchuck. <laughs> That's a woodchuck.
0: So it's a gopher, essentially? Basically.
1: <laughs> a common Missouri rodent with short, powerful legs and a medium-long, bushy, and somewhat flattened tail.
0: Short, powerful legs. Sign them up. Woodchuck in the transfer portal? <laughs>
1: Maybe. <laughs> Um. All right. <laughs> Let's end this before we get any more <laughs> off the rails. I guess <laughs> before
0: we get trolled by Neely again.
1: I was trying to milk it so we get the three hundred likes. We're at two ninety two though. Damn. Oh, oh. oh, we got a super chat, Lamar. What's up, man? Has the running back from Houston been offered?
0: Uh, yes, I believe he has been offered.
1: Okay, I pulled up his page. There is Arizona State and. Florida. That's all he said. Oh, interesting. So I don't know, some guys are just weirdly quiet like that. I mean, Jordan Tyson hasn't posted a single <laughs> offer or anything, and I'm sure <laughs> I also wonder if offers. there is some
0: massaging going on here with this situation based on players who may be coming in. Yeah. If you if you catch my drift. Yeah. So there you go.
1: Um. All right, we're at two ninety-six. We hit an hour today. Good on us. Good show.
0: Good on us. Let's go get some illegal peeps. Let's do
1: it. Scobuffs. buffs. Let's go buffs.